0: Shit. Your a face. child with two broken legs. Just feel like take her to the bed. <laughs> welcome to past be your fine. bedtime. Uh, we were going to have welcome one last week, <laughs> but then for whatever reason, it only recorded uh my half of the audio. So you could hear me talk, but you couldn't hear anything that Melanie said, which kind of defeats the purpose of doing anything. <laughs> Um, so we'll we'll maybe do a quick uh, a recap of the book that we listened to or that we talked about last time just so that you guys know where we're at well I guess quick quick
1: um jump in here it's fine that I have headphones in right so we won't be able to hear you yeah that's what
0: we that's what we should be doing because otherwise there's gonna you're gonna hear me talking on your that would be a weird echo yeah
1: I just had like a weird moment of Is this
0: yes, yes?
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. Anyway,
0: back to business. (laughs) So maybe, Um, maybe for once, Melody will actually uh, know what happened in the in the book because we already talked about it.
1: I know, but it was a week ago.
0: So uh, (sighs) the book six, uh, "Secrets of the Scepter," and book seven, "The Night of the Shifter's Moon," is what we're talking about
1: today. I remember it. Now that you said the title of book six, I remember. Yes. I remember it. Also quick, just <laughs> other thing, my, um, I had physical therapy today and I had told my physical therapist that in one of the episodes, I think it was episode four. Um, I mentioned that she listens to uh-huh. it. And so she had like just gotten to the part where I mentioned her and she felt it made her. Feel oh, good. that's so cute. Um, and she left a comment on it. I just remembered that. She what did told she me. say? She left a comment on it. She said she said, Melanie. There's several E's. This is your PT carly Thanks for the shout-out. It makes me feel better that you also think we are friends. Now I know it's not just me. Oh. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my heart. <laughs> I rate this 10 out of 10 ponies for physical therapy references. Oh my god. That just
0: warmed my She's heart. She's like, "We are friends. Thank you."
1: Yes. Yes. That's that did, that that made me feel really good. Thanks, Carly, whenever you get to this. She's like, Guess what I finally finished that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I finally heard you
0: saying something about me.
1: <laughs> oh she's the best. Well, that just made me feel really good so that's adorable.
0: Uh, We're friends. Also right now um, I can see Melanie and Melanie can't see me so it's yeah, just it's I just gonna like... be this this awkward like one-way voyeurism situation. Yeah, it just I don't know what the issue is um, like I've been video chatting all week but today for whatever reason my computer's like I don't know her so <laughs> I don't know
1: her. I've never met her.
0: It's that kind of thing. Uh, like I just just was video chatting with my D d group on Saturday uh, which we we need to talk about at some point because I, I did choose to play as Lori. Which is amazing. Uh, uh, who who is a warlock who's made a celestial pack with a unicorn?
1: That's the that's that's correct. I mean, that's what it should be.
0: Um, yes, yeah, so I I I made some decisions actually for her character that are mirrored in um in this this episode, which is kind of funny. Really? Yeah. Or this um. This book had, like, some stuff that would have made sense for her backstory. We'll talk about it. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. We'll get there. Yeah. So, what, uh, Melanie, what do you remember about book book six?
1: Okay. Since it just happened. <laughs> I had forgotten. You were like, maybe Melanie will remember. And I was like, no. And then you said the title. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, they are on, oh, like, I'm pretty sure, okay, let me start over. (laughs) Um, so, whatever had happened previously, um, in the episode before, in the episode before, in the book before, so the fifth book, um, they had, like, upset the balance of magic, um, and they were on the other side of the gap wait, right? Yeah, they were briefly. No, okay. They were, okay. And so then um, Lady Kylie, like half snake, half lady, Lady mm-hmm. Kylie pops into the gap and is like, you've upset the balance of magic, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember exactly what she said. She looked, they described her as looking like whatever, oily or greasy. or Her hair was oily, and, yeah, because you know. if you're
0: evil, you also are unattractive that's part of it yeah for for her bad hygiene
1: um so that happened and then Ari finds out she has to like go on this journey to collect um three gold rings that go around the scepter um which I there was a lot of me complaining about how I didn't understand I just didn't. The way that Mary describes it just vid- doesn't make sense. The visual didn't
0: work for you. You're like, how does yeah? The this fit visual
1: in? didn't work for me because it's like they're saying they have like the unicorn head on the top of the scepter, and then below that there are three notches in the wood where these um, gold rings have to fit mm-hmm. in. But so they're all like the same size. And they're supposed to be big enough that they can fit around these other things and fit over the head of the scepter. So that means it's just this weird, wide spot of the scepter that must be decent sized. And anyway, it just doesn't make any sense. That's, I have a gripe with it. I had a gripe at the time. I spent a lot of time when I first was reading it being like, what? does this mean? Why would they ever build a scepter to look like this? This is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's illogical. And anyway, so that's just how I feel about that. Um, it's, I don't like it. Um, but, and so since she has to like go on these She's like, has to do this like series of challenges, which she might not even realize are challenges. She's just like confronted by these situations. And if she does the right thing, then she's presented with like this gold circle, the gold circle, this gold (laughs) ring. And then she puts it on the scepter and she has to get all three. I can't remember what. uh, Is
0: this the one where. There are centaurs? There are centaurs. And they and they there all are. have Asian names for some reason. Oh, right. Did they give one of the they rings did. to Ari?
1: Okay, they did. I don't remember what she did. Oh, she settled something with, like, the stars. Didn't they keep saying just... No, no, I'm thinking of her <laughs> So all of this fantasy stuff is just running together okay she had to settle some sort of oh the river they're like so there are like the traditionalists and then there are others that are still respect tradition but are like we don't have any water and they want to divert like the river so that um this other like subset of these centaurs can have water and the traditionalists are like no you can't do that and the others are like we need water to survive (laughs) um and so then ari comes up with like a solution it's like i don't remember exactly they like come get water i don't know but um they're like oh you're so wise here have this gold ring to put on your scepter and so then she puts it on the scepter and then blah 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 and maybe she like feels a little bit of magic i don't remember exactly and then moving on la 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 they're on a journey whatever <laughs> Whatever. Um, and, and then they discover these we find out that there's like these wild unicorns um what are they called the wild yeah. ones something like that yeah so there's like wild ones and they find these two um infant wild ones that are, like, sad and, like, crying and they're all alone and they're like, what the fuck? They're just, someone just abandoned these baby wild unicorns and then Lori gets, like, super maternal and, um, Chase is like, we can't take them along with us. They're gonna slow us down and Lori's like, you want to just abandon babies here? And Toby's like, she's right and um
0: so, so they bring um, these... i i will say toby is not there and toby does not agree with okay he... toby's not there no. yet uh, wait toby comes in i don't know stalwart's like this is bullshit he doesn't agree. okay with that's it. what yeah. i'm thinking of uh, i'm thinking it's, it's arian chase and lincoln who are like it's it's fine yeah. you abandon these babies and laurie and stalwart are like this seems high-key evil stalwart yeah
1: yeah. Okay. We like stalwart is the the working class the unicorn they, yeah, he, that they is ju- carrying. they just hired him, Lori, yeah. and he doesn't like Lori necessarily because she bounces a lot. She's not a good writer, yeah. and so his back is sore. Um, but so then Lori basically starts mothering these baby unicorns, and then um, they finally they like hear did they like hear the mom crying at some point and then the unicorn babies like take off and then they like chase after them and then they find out that there's this like queen of the wild ones and she um was crying because she was sad because she abandoned her babies because um her wild herd um it was basically like a Well, so her, the king of the wild ones, um, turned evil and joined, uh, Entia. And so everyone was like, his babies are evil too. Maybe they're evil too. And so she basically had to, well, she didn't have to, but she chose to abandon her children. And if they were strong enough, then they would survive even without her. Um, because technically they were old enough that they could survive without, her milk um either way it seems fucked up to me yeah the the but...
0: details that like i thought were interesting in that thing is that they had her um they had Lori do kind of like an old yeller moment where she had to like tell the babies to go so that they could like actually re- reunite with mom their mom yeah, yeah yeah and she like she did that without like being selfish about it. She was like, "No, they should yeah. be with their mom." It was like mommy issues the book where you're like, there's like there's something else going yeah. on here for sure.
1: Lots of mom stuff happening. Um um and so then the queen gave Ari the what it what it just the it just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense, but that's fine. But at the base of her horn was her basically like the symbol of her royalty which is this kind of like dented uh, gold ring and so then uh, like Ari removes it from the base of this her horn which even that I'm like was it like just loose on there did she have how I feel like it just should have been more difficult to get off than it seemed like it was (laughs) and the fact that you know it's just and then it just doesn't make any sense. But that's, oh, I mean, it's not okay, but we'll get over it. And so then she has the second ring. And does she get, like, she has, like, a little bit more power with each
0: Um, I th- ring? I or- think, like, the the last one is, like, where things really get crazy. I don't remember, yeah. like, there being a super distinct, like, change between them, but...
1: um okay so she gets the second one and then and then the third one is
0: uh doctor doctor bonnie yeah yeah
1: yeah dr bonnie um is sick and she tells ari that she cannot ari cannot help her and that this is like her final test is that she has to accept that she can't help that she can't save Doctor Bonnie, that she's gonna die, and um, that she can't like try to use her magic to to save Doctor Bonnie, and she has to promise that, and so she like finally does, and then Doctor Bonnie gives her the final ring.
0: Mm-hmm. And was that it? Was that then? Yeah, essentially, like Doctor Bonnie is dying, and they're like, you have to accept that. Um, oddly, coming to terms with death. Oddly enough, to like the babies. The wild one babies were colored, though. And we've previously... Wasn't one yeah, red? Yeah, one was red and the other one was kind of more of like a like a gold, like, fall leaf color. Right. But maybe that's
1: just celestial unicorns that don't have their color initially because they have to be part of the
0: rainbow. Yeah, and like, they, yeah. Um, they have... We see some baby unicorns in this and they say that they're gray. Hmm. So. Well...
1: Are they? Oh, and this yeah, one, in this one, yeah, in the are coming they, up like, one. Working class uniforms. No, they're celestial, they... so
0: they're all gray. They don't have any colors. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, oh, yeah, well, we knew that. Part. But okay, so um, so that's like essentially that was what you what you guys missed for book six that we talked about yeah. was mommy issues. I told the story about my dad lighting himself on fire. Oh, Basically yeah. God just yep. didn't want me to make jokes about my dad being dead on the internet. I think
1: yeah. <laughs> <That's what happened. laughs> there was there was a whole section <laughs> about dad stuff. Um yeah. <laughs> the internet gods have spoken. Um yeah, so there was a lot of that. Um so now we're on to book seven yes which is which i looked up i did do my research literally right before we started um talking to each other (laughs) um so night of the shifter's moon the cover of this one again i mean i'm a fan because it's like chase looking very majestic and like rearing like uh there's a a big old
0: castle behind him with some turrets and some kind of fluffy looking flowers and his like mane and tail are clearly blowing
1: in some sort of breeze and he's like being very uh you know masculine if you will um as they like to make chase be Mm. um Great cover. I mean, I do like the ones where it's, like, more close up and you get some more detail of, like, their faces yeah. and stuff. But, you know, I'm you know, not going to complain. Um, the um, description of this is very short. But as I told Stephanie before I started recording, I found this website called Thrift Books. And, like, all of the reviews are from 2000, 2001, 2002, and 2004, which is around the age that I was reading all of these and I found this really amazing one that gives us some more in depth and I'm going to read it for us. Um, but the book overview says with the Royal scepter in hand, princess Ariana and her unicorn are armed with Royal magic. They are ready to reclaim the throne and conquer evil. Holy shit.
0: They're,
1: That's pretty intense. Yes,
0: to be conquering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so based on that overview, I didn't remember anything. (laughs) Um, so we're just going to scroll down here to, um, this review from November 24th, 2004. Five stars. Um, the little snippet of the review says, in all caps, followed by three exclamation points, I would give it a 100 if I could. (laughs) So that seems promising. (laughs) so this i'm like love this person this person i would have been 14 at this time so just like slightly older than this person but i would have completely understood so they said i have read all of the unicorns of Balinor books and i absolutely love them the last part is in all caps although this is probably the best if you like fantasy, horses, and magic, you must read this book and all of the other books in the series, too. I hope they make a ninth book and a tenth until there's 100. That would be a dream come true. <laughs> I'm now 12, which kind of stinks that I'm starting to get a bit old for them. But they they also use lots of commas. They're they're trying to up their age a little bit by adding in They're commas, like, look, they're listen like to my tone. I've commas. got a lot of tone going yeah. On <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm now 12, which kind of stinks that I'm starting to get a bit old for them, but I still read them over and over again. The series can be a little bit confusing, and so you might have to read things more than once, but it's great once you you know what's going on. The detail in this series is unbelievable. You feel like you're in the book. Now, back to the Night of Shifters, of the Shifters Moon. Let's see, what happens in this one? I'm sorry, I've read so many of them that I don't remember which is which. (laughs) Dot <laughs> dot 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 dot. Oh yeah! <laughs> Princess Ariana must fight the evil Shifter and reclaim her throne. Shifter can transform himself into anything he likes, which is very tricky. There's lots of exclamation points, which is I'm hoping that my tone is translated. <laughs> um She rides into battle with her majestic unicorn, Sun Chaser. I don't want to spoil the story for you, so I better stop here. If you haven't read any of these books, you should know that Princess Ariana can read her animal's thoughts. Yes, it's true. My second favorite book is *Search for the Star*. is really, really, really good too. I'm sorry, really, really, really good too. Well, anyway, these books are fantastic. These are my favorite book series. I'm even writing a a book of my oh, own.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: Maybe someday it will be published, and you could read it. My advice. And then the following is all capitals, just so you know. My advice. Get this book and the rest of the series. PS, get this book and the rest of the series. PPS, get this book and the rest of the series. <laughs> so So there if the age wasn't wrong, I would have guessed that I wrote that. <laughs> um but I mean I feel like that person really captured my energy at the time, or like how I felt about the books when I was reading it, I would have definitely wanted 100 of these. And yet we only got eight.
0: Yeah, and okay, Rina, you know, I just like to say, um, in book seven, we still don't know her other brother's fucking name. <laughs> there are no names <laughs> mentioned in this book either. There's
1: both names mentioned once mentioned again different than one never mentioned no just in case anyone wasn't up up to speed on that
0: yeah no bren she brings up more than once bren's the favorite brother and then she still has another brother what is its name we don't know was it there was like taste Taste and and stally
1: Stally? yeah and are they two different brothers, or are they one with different I,
0: names that I, I she forgot? I think they one with different we names, but know. she hasn't, like, she's she's used each of those names once, and then never, never again, so it's just, there's no way to know.
1: It's, you know, it's a mystery. Um, Mary's got some stuff going on. Also, just because I don't remember anything like that, didn't like that review. Like, I give that review 10 out of 10. I mean, codes, she's very but, excited,
0: but like, is she is, but there was she no explaining detail anything about what's happening?
1: Nope, there was no detail. But in another review, the person says, This is just, <laughs> um, this just really drives home what I have been saying about how it's basically like. Uh, ari and chase have an arranged marriage because they have to go to the celestial i'm sorry they are spelling it celestial (laughs) there's an r so they have to go to the celestial valley (laughs) home of the celestial unicorns and go through the celestial bonding um so that sounds like a
0: wedding. Yeah, it's a wedding to me. They've already they've so, already had a wedding, but this is like their second wedding. They have to have a vow renewal ceremony. This is their. This is like,
1: well, it's like they had a wedding. It was like they had their engagement, and now they're having their their real wedding in front of God, mm. in the celest, celestial valley. I'm only going to call front it of, that from in now front
0: on. of literal God.
1: Yeah. The what do they call him? Someone.
0: Uh, the one who rules. Yeah, we hear the one. We rules. hear more about God and the afterlife in in this book. So there's there's a, oh there's, it's about there's time. something. There's some things to unpack there. So what? Um, yeah. What, what else do you so remember?
1: What else do I remember? Or what else? Am yeah, I go ahead
0: out and read.
1: <laughs> <story>? <laughs> You're like <laughs> I remember now because I don't remember. Um. So yeah, so they have it's a once in a lifetime experience i've been told by this review um so they learn from atlanta that the shifter is going to attack on the first night of the new moon and they have to go find the royal unicorns which apparently they're just royal unicorns that we didn't know about and other than retinal um and they were lost on the day that The shifter took over so they have to go try to find them to help them get ready for this battle and I have like a very vague memory of some kind of battle but again it's like that thing where I'm like what is this the right fantasy world that I'm thinking of or am I thinking of Am I just combining like Harry Potter, Lord? So what what things are you confused and... about? I don't know. It's like a, a weird, very vague memory that isn't. It was more of a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening for you right <laughs> now? I, I don't know. Um anyway, so that was really beautiful. Um, yeah, that's... I don't really... I don't know why this one is, like, really not ringing any bells for me. Like, even, like, the ceremony thing. I you don't remember. I not really getting anything. Maybe it's just my brain. It's been a long day. And maybe it's just decided that we're not... That we're just not... Or just not. Um or or those memories might just be gone. They must be there though, because like I said, I had that feeling, if you will.
0: Like I knew something about the battle and then it was gone. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean the battle's kind of nothing. Like it's very it's over very quickly. So Yeah. Okay, do you want do you want me to tell you about this book?
1: Yeah, I did get I will say, I did get um I forgot that it happened in this book, but I did get us like the big spoiler, but I won't say it right now. I,
0: I mean, you could you could <laughs> say, say the spoiler. We're about to spoil. I nobody nobody yeah. who's listening to this is going to read these books. I feel like they're okay. So
1: spoiler, and Tia dies. No, he doesn't. That's the spoiler. That's the spoiler that I read. Well, did he not? I'm wrong. I don't think he does. <gasps> Someone was like, "Well, this is the book. This is where Antia dies." And I was like, "Oh, that's literally the first thing. That was like the, the first thing that popped up." The tower. Up
0: like, the he at. has some problems and stuff, but I have <laughs> some problems. Well, because like, like, yeah, his like t- He has like a fight with another person. Um. Oh, what? Someone says oh, wait. yeah, yeah say... i guess i guess he wait. does die okay, okay. I, or something i got kind of confused because they they introduced another character who's like basically oh. the devil but also god it's very confusing uh hmm
1: interest it was actually wikipedia if you just look up unicorns about uh, seven it just the first thing that pops in is the wikipedia page and in like the description from the wikipedia page it just says eventually nt was killed in book seven i'm like dude you don't just have that information be the first thing that pops up when someone looks googles this book yeah so that's like a big spoiler if people care <sighs> anyway okay. um so that was that was the one big thing so yes i will let you and you didn't do notes this no time,
0: i i because i figured we were gonna try to be a little bit shorter yeah. since we had to like roll that yeah. other book into it that's yeah okay so
1: oh wait this is sorry this is the segment penny for your tribe yes where stephanie tells us what her thoughts were
0: so Unusually, we do not begin this book with Atlanta in the Celestial Valley. We begin it with um, a couple of rabbits that are fangirling about possibly meeting Chase and Ari. in like the in,
1: appropriate response for Chase. In this
0: rainy, wooded area. You know, they're excited to meet him. Um, huh. Lori and Finn and Ari are traveling um lori's riding on toby because stalwart is not there anymore i guess maybe they decided it was like too much to have this other random new unicorn when we already know toby you know like to yeah. build. mary has
1: too much trouble keeping up with
0: other characters as it is yeah
1: <laughs> i as well just minimize yes.
0: well, but meanwhile she introduces a bunch of new unicorn characters in this book so that's a little bit weird
1: that's probably why she's like. For every new character that I introduce, I must eliminate.
0: I must remove <laughs> other characters. Yeah. Um, so they're traveling, um, to the lake of the moon. Ari has to go there mm. for magic purposes to do to do with Atlanta, and mm. Laurie's being kind of a butt, and they're kind of introducing and like a little bit of a conflict with Laurie and Finn. Where, like, up to now, Finn has been really patient with, like, her nonsense. And then mm-hmm. he's starting to seem, like, annoyed by her in this one a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, combined with the stuff in the last book where they have Ari asking Chase if he thought that Finn was attractive. And Chase was like, what's happening? Why is my girlfriend asking me if this guy is hot? I don't understand what's going on right now. He's a perfectly
1: adequate young man. No, he,
0: he never even answers his opinion. He's just like <laughs> what's going on. He like doesn't even understand how to respond.
1: He's like how dare you? I'm literally right here. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Um
0: <laughs> but so they they get to the lake of the moon and uh this is where the whole marriage situation is gonna happen so Mm -hmm. ari gets to like go up a crystal bridge into the sky and go to the celestial valley she gets to be in the celestial valley for this
1: um and this celestial oh yeah you're right you're right
0: (laughs) um (laughs) and they specifically say that she only gets to do this once this is something that like every queen of, of valinor gets to do once so like her mother has done this and her grandma has done this at, at some point like when they were bonded to their unicorn this is like part of that um mm-hmm. and normally it would have happened right after the initial bonding it's like they would have that would have all kind of happened at the same time but because of the whole entia situation like he interfered like right in the middle of all that so they didn't have a chance to like complete the ceremony And this is how you get, like, full access to, like, the Scepter's power and stuff. It's all, like, tied into that. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things... Or actually, there were two things of note. Um, One thing was that they said that when... So she sees all the unicorns in the Celestial Valley. Like, Ari's seeing all of the casts that we've seen through, like, Atlanta's visions. Um mm-hmm. and they say that Numenor is two hands bigger than every other unicorn. How much is that? Like how much taller is um,
1: he? Um A hand is like a palm. It's, it's like it's like, four like your it's an inches, actual hand. So it's so like he's like,
0: eight, he's like eight inches taller.
1: He's like eight inches taller.
0: Yeah. Well wow. <laughs> Melody's in <insane. laughs>
1: <laughs> I that used to be um I used to just dream about having like a really like a sixteen or seventeen horse.
0: <laughs> so this is like this is like this uh, the six foot like five kind of he he's, like, he's a tall, handsome basketball player of a man. It is. I was
1: like I was like, I'm not even gonna consider these Swedish warm bloods that are listed in the horse trader unless they're sixteen point two hands or higher. <laughs> which <laughs> To be
0: fair, uh, like,
1: I wasn't considering them
0: at all. I was just dreaming. You're like some girl who won't date like guys under six feet. That's like the the energy of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that's also, Sugar was 14.2
1: hands, which is like, or she was 14.3 hands and like under 14.2 is considered a pony.
0: Oh so she's like on the on the pretty short side. She's on
1: the, on the cusp. But realistically, it's better that they're short because then you have less of a fall to the ground.
0: Yeah. I mean that makes sense that if you were like on yeah. if you're on a taller horse, there's a lot yeah. longer like there's a of a fall. There's much greater
1: fall if things go wrong. Um, but anyway, that's just I had dreams of being on uh, uh having a having an, an
0: extremely tall horse. horse.
1: Yeah. But I also really wish that I was six three and left handed. So I had some weird <laughs> um
0: why do you want to be left handed?
1: <laughs> because when you play volleyball it's um and you're a setter, it's better if you are left-handed because you have more opportunities to attack hmm. at the and net. And you wanted to attack. I wanted to be able to attack at the net. <laughs> and I also just thought that people that, like, hit left-handed looked really cool. <laughs> and being a 6-3 being a 6-3 left-handed setter would have been just, like, <laughs> would have been... I could have I could have done things stuff. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> if only
1: I had been six three and left handed and had a seventeen hand horse, I, the world would have
0: been your oyster. What a life! <laughs> what a life I, I think would I have had. I had a specific height I wanted to be. I definitely wanted to be taller than five foot four, which is what I am. <laughs> I was for a while. I was of average height, and and now average height has gone up, so I'm short. officially. I I think I am. Wait, I thought five four was still average. No, height. it's uh. It's it's not anymore. The average woman has gotten taller, so it's not. Oh well, that's for a
1: while. I was like above average Mm. because I'm five six, but I think I'm probably like average. But I was always like because Valerie's six feet tall. Yeah, you. Everyone is always like, "What's your? Why are you so short?" And you're like, "I am normal, (laughs) thank you." They're like, "When are you gonna grow?" I'm like, "I don't know." You've been asking me that since I was thirteen. You think I don't wish I was 6'3? <laughs> believe me, it is on my time. wish
0: list.
1: It was. And you know what? That's why I don't believe in God.
0: So n- Numenor, Numenor is the is the tall, handsome horse of Melanie streams Yeah. Um, exactly. Clearly, but Clearly, a a jerk, so. Mary knew, like, what horse girls were interested in because I didn't even know what that meant or, like, why that would matter. <laughs> so. Oh, it matters, Um <laughs> uh, I was like, I guess he's tall. I don't know how tall this is or what the, what the significance of this is. Um, okay, so first that, second of all, when she shows up in the Celestial Valley... Aria's wearing, like, her her regular, like, traveling clothes, and she's like, I feel like this is not a good enough outfit to be in fucking heaven. Like, I feel like I look like shit. And Atlanta's like, don't worry, I have this, like, Dramatic red veil thing for you to wear. So she's wearing like this full body veil while she meets everyone. That's like crimson.
1: I like vaguely remember that.
0: And then she gets to keep it. She has it later and like wears yeah. it to be dramatic. Which like I, I can't imagine a scenario where I would be like, you know what'll really pull this like shitty travel outfit together is just a giant red veil that I think she must be wearing like a shawl because if it's over her full head like how is she talking to people or like touching them with a giant veil on yeah I feel like she's just like wearing it over her shoulders like I don't know yeah like
1: like a think giant so.
0: like bull fighter cape
1: yeah I mean you don't just have that on hand at all times <laughs> I have one in my car constantly <laughs> just in case um <laughs>
0: So they they have their their little uh, marriage thing where they're both like having feelings of love and tenderness toward each other. It's very romantic, and oh God, um, we briefly get to see Devi um, Atlanta's little little Padawan unicorn, and oh, yeah. she gets to like pet his hair, and it's very soft. And then she, is he still colorless? he's still colorless? Strength yeah, uh, we the only reason why we like know. That this is—it's just a bunch of like basically identical colorless unicorn babies. But he just comes over and is like, "Hi," because <laughs> he, he's like he got he, he has personality. Yeah, and, and Atlanta's like, "Hi, Debbie, you have to leave now." <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's like your toddler came up in the middle of a business meeting, yeah. kind of energy. <laughs> yeah,
1: classic toddler. Yeah.
0: Um like, that little kid that just barged into that guy's meeting that one time. It's like that. (laughs) Um, She's like, I'm part of this, too. And Elena's like, I mean, it's good to see you, but we are doing a very important ceremony. Yeah, but move along. Anyway, they all meet, and then the Scepter, who hasn't been talking this whole time, gets repaired and is talking again. Um, And then they have to it's like there's some like stuff happening back where they were so they have to go back to the regular world through the crystal path but at this point they do mention a couple of things and one of the things that they mention is that when you die you go on the long green road to summer and they mention this more than okay. once and the way they're describing it sounds very like Greek or Roman, where you go to like the Elysian Fields, and like you're just—it's, or like you're
1: part of the um the elves, and you're going, you're taking a ship, yes,
0: <laughs> off, <laughs> off into the distance, yeah, basically, yeah. It it sounds like you just like are in like a in like a happy field. That's like the afterlife that she's envisioning.
1: What else could you want?
0: And they mentioned the one who rules, but something that happens when like Entia is having a conflict with the evil version of the old mayor is this thing Mm -hmm. called the Kraken. And it turns out that that is what the... (laughs) The Kraken. Yeah, that's what the Shadow Rider has been all along, has been like basically like this evil thing in disguise. But as, as he's, like, discussing this with Kylie later, like, about what that is, he says that there's not a difference in the deep magic, but being, like, the old mare and the kraken, that they're, like, two sides of the same thing, and that all yeah. of that is the one who rules. So it's, like, an omni-god that is both god and the devil.
1: Hmm. It's, it sounds like it's kind of that idea of, like, all magic being, like, part of one thing, but there's, yeah, like... like good magic and bad magic and, or, like, you know, dark magic and you have to be careful about yeah the,
0: the, balance. the balance. But, yeah, apparently there is there isn't a devil, really, but there is this, like, evil version of the old mayor and they're both, like, just aspects of, like, the same god. Okay. Huh. It's, like, a more nuanced uh, view than I would have thought Mary would have. Yeah, this. Is... Exp- <laughs> you yeah, knowing Mary.
1: This is uh...
0: surprised. Surprisingly, like, yeah, varied. You know, she's improving.
1: And what more can we ask for through it? I mean,
0: I don't series. know if she's improving. There is one thing that, like, she does in this book that, like, I don't know where to include it. But they so in the previous book, right? They explained again different types of unicorns. They do it three times in this book. And it's like a 110-page book. <laughs> and they more than once have to explain the different types of unicorns. Like, they explained it in the narrative that there's wild ones, warriors, workers, and celestial and mm-hmm. royal unicorns. And then they mm-hmm. also have Finn mansplain it to Lori, But it, it was only like 30 pages since they had already explained it again. Like, did they think that I forgot in this amount of time? I understand Laurie doesn't know, but then just don't include it in the writing. Like, include it just him telling her, if you feel like we need to hear it again.
1: Yeah, you're, like, less description of what the unicorn, different unicorns are, more description of who her brothers
0: are. Also, like, a lot of the descriptions of these different types of unicorns, like, when they're talking about, like, the wild ones, um it basically sounds like the wild ones were just like like escaped royal unicorns or whatever and like other like and workers that had like bred together over time so it's they're not like different <laughs> types really i i guess you could maybe calling it a breed would make more sense you know
1: yeah i mean, kind of like all horses are horses but there's Swedish warm bloods there's Missouri foxtrotters yeah
0: but like I mean all of them are horses and it's not like they have like the inability to breed with each other or anything like that so I I, I feel like no. when she's and
1: most well, yeah most breeds are like combos of
0: yeah so of when she's group. saying types, it's kind of confusing because I it makes you think that like they all have like very different, like, types of magic or some of them are immortal, you know? But in this case, I think she mm-hmm. really is just, like, trying to describe the different breed that they are. Yeah. Um, but regardless, gosh, sure I, I got sidetracked with, like, all these other details, but... So they have the little ceremony thing and then Ari and Chase go back to the, the world that they were in and um, bad guys are attacking the camp and they're trying to defend themselves, and Laurie's like, or Ari's like, "Oh, okay, gosh, I have to do something. I'm not really sure what to do here." And so she just like thinks that she maybe light would help, and the the uh, scepter responds by like being this giant beacon of light, um, to the point that it's like blinding to everybody, and they hmm. manage to like use this. I I assume that, like, being, like, dark creatures or whatever, maybe the other, like, the things attacking them are, like, more impacted by light than, like, a normal thing would be, you know? Um, Yeah. So this works for a little bit, and then it's just, like, she she isn't able to make the light stop and ends Mm -hmm. up having to, like, douse it in, like, the lake. And then the shifter's annoyed, or the scepter's annoyed that... she almost drowned it and Lori's annoyed she's like i can't fucking see because you suddenly there was like a bright light that you wouldn't turn off like everyone's blind right now (laughs) um so you know there's some bickering back and forth and then they're traveling back to to deliver that like official thing from dr bonnie that like yes she's definitely the princess you know um Mm -hmm. so she shows back up they get that underway the one dude is like still being a pain in the ass he's still gaunt so we know there's something wrong with him um and they're also like kind of annoyed that Lori's not being a traditional um princess at the moment they're like yeah, everyone needs to, like, start getting their gowns in order, and, like, curtsying and shit, and she's like, we're still in the middle of, like, a war. I don't really think I have time to, like, appoint 15 ladies-in-waiting and stuff. <laughs> yeah, We have other priorities. Um, so just to, like, kind of give Laurie something to do, and also to, like, get these people off of her back, she tells Laurie that she's a lady-in-waiting, and that she'll have another yeah, lady-in-waiting okay. to be determined later. Um, and, like, she can buy I dresses that. and stuff. vaguely remember that. She also, like, when they're bringing up, like, outfits and things that, like, are fancy, Mary keeps saying velvet. I feel like she thinks velvet is, like, the height of fanciness because there was velvet in the previous dress. The other dress that, like, Lori, oh, no. like, kind of sold out to get was, brown was a brown velvet. Yeah, no, she likes brown velvet because Lori or not Lori, Ari is putting on kind of more a low-key of a princess outfit, and she puts on a velvet skirt. That was why I was obsessed with brown velvet. Like, that was my dream outfit. It was brown velvet. It's Mary's
1: fault. It was like her leather vest with her brown velvet skirt. I was like, fire. (laughs) That's that's the perfect outfit. So she's
0: wearing (laughs) that now. She's wearing that iconic outfit. So... They they like she's finally accepted by all three of these lords, and then they're talking about how they're going to have to like deal with the shifters' army now, and like are they prepared? Um, and one of the things that, that is revealed is that while they have soldiers, they don't have royal unicorns at the moment. Like the royal mm. unicorns aren't there; they fled at some point. So Laurie and Chase are planning to go get them back um wait laurie and chase or ari and uh, chase ari and chase yeah sorry okay there you go where gonna be hanging out you know buying buying Beginning. dresses and shit right um and finn is supposed to be there like doing his whole all right he's like the captain yeah, of the cat yeah which is so dumb because he's like a child but he does actually seem to be trying where they like they yeah. say that like he and like Toby and um Rednall are like doing all that stuff together. So I assume that the other two being like celestial and like also yeah. um experienced with some kind of battle are like maybe more helpful. They can help. Yeah. And and yeah. also something that Atlanta told Ari earlier on in this book is that pretty soon if Toby and Red don't come back to the Celestial Valley, they're going to at lose their immortality. Like, they've been um, to right. the Celestial Valley for quite a long time. But yeah. apparently, they also talked about this um, during the ceremony thing when she was talking to Atlanta. They, um, if you become, like, a mortal unicorn, which I assume Chase is, because he's been, like, there yeah. for a long time, when he made mm-hmm. the decision to bond with her, he also was choosing to be immortal. Um, yeah, that like at the end of his life or at the end of any unicorn's life that has done this when you're going to go on the path or whatever summer, um, you may be at that point allowed to rejoin the celestial herd. You might get to be a celestial unicorn again, or you might just die. Like you may or may not like get your immortality back at the end of your life. Hmm. So that's kind of vague, but maybe they didn't want to bum everybody out by being like, oh, if they stay, they're going to absolutely die. Like maybe. But (laughs) but, um, this is this is what happens when I don't have uh, notes in front of me. Notes. You're doing great.
1: Just remembering off of memory.
0: (laughs) I'm impressed. So. They're going to or um, they're going to go look for these royal unicorns and see what the situation with them is and so they have to like travel a little bit oh i was gonna mention that lincoln was was feeling very sad and wistful that he didn't get to see atlanta because ari got to go see her he's like has a massive crush on her lincoln's like did you get to see the dream speaker i love her He's very disappointed that, like, that's not happening for him. I love Lincoln. Um, and they kind of bring up again that, like, nobody knows where Lincoln came from still. Like, he's just her dog that showed up and nobody, like, it still has, like, still nobody, nobody knows where he came from. He hasn't said anything about it. So, who knows what Lincoln's secrets are. But, um, dun-dun-dun. So then, Ari and Chase go off to see about the celestial unicorns, and as she's getting ready to go, Lori has just hired a new lady in waiting, who is who is Kylie, and she. That's what, as soon as you
1: said that, I was like, it's she doesn't
0: of- even change her name, like really. Let me find it because she really just—it's like still basically Kylie is her name. Let me. <laughs> To the point that I didn't even bother with. Oh, it was Lady uh, Ann. Okay, Lori. K-Y-L-I-A-N. Not even a different name. Good lord. They describe her as being uh, very skinny. So, So, she didn't say gaunt, but I think we're all thinking it. <laughs> yeah we all know what that and means. she's wearing a, a very like ridiculous headdress i assume to like hide oh, her, her weird yeah. snake-shaped head or something yeah um, i remember that basically she just like she's supposed to be spying and she spends like the whole time just kind of naysaying everything and being like we're all di- gonna die we can't defeat the shifter, or blah 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 Several people are suspicious of her from the beginning, where they're like, this lady seems weird. I don't really get and it. Lori's like, no. Nah, but La- yeah. also doesn't really, like, at a certain point, is like, there's something wrong here. But she's like, I don't want to immediately admit, admit that I fucked up. So I'm going to just be like, maybe she has a point. <laughs> so she hires her. And while she's there, like, the only, like, really treacherous thing, other than being kind of a hater that Lady Kylie does is she puts like a little piece of a little poison pellet that the shifter gave her yeah. into Chase's oats and it ends up it ends yeah. up getting like fed to one of the other unicorns. Yeah. But so they they that. travel to the Isle of the Unicorns. Shockingly, like, this is where the unicorns are. I know you would never suspect. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on.
1: <laughs> what <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is crazy. the the island that the unicorns ran ran away to is unsurprisingly the island of the unicorns. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! One would never suspect. So they this like no. fisherman who's been like giving them oats and stuff like that, like they convince him to, like, take them there by basically, like, Ari remembers stuff about these unicorns and describes them to him. And he's like, yep, yeah, it sounds like you do actually know them and you're not, like, somebody trying to harm them. Like, you're familiar with them, clearly. Obviously, like, at least worked at the stables, if not, like, you know. Oh, act- actually, mm-hmm. now that I look at you, you're clearly the princess. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, So... The only character detail this fisherman is given is that he has a pipe that he's not smoking where he'll like pack it with tobacco and then hold it in his mouth. And when she like kinda gives him a weird look about it, he's like, Oh, Mrs. Captain made me quit. But I still like to yeah. I still like to hold it in my mouth. I was like I just thought that was a weird <laughs> character detail. He's like, My wife made that. me quit smoking.
1: That's what well that's what wives do. They just like to ruin all the fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess at I least it sounds thing. like she has some influence over him. Does he, like, cook them? Some fish yeah, or he something? does. Because yeah. okay. fish aren't sentient or something. Yeah, um, But everyone else is still a vegetarian. Um, by the way, I included that vegetarian detail in, in my, my D&D version of Lori. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important detail. Um, yeah, I... For some reason, everybody else who was playing in this campaign ended up being some kind of reptile and or snake person, which was, was a very like weird situation meant to be. for, for meant Laurie to Carmichael be. to find herself in. Um, yeah, this is this is a dark Laurie. But, so they find these unicorns. They've... Mostly they're okay, but they're a little bit skinny. Especially like the main like male unicorn is skinnier because they have been getting some oats, but it hasn't been a lot. And he's been giving it to like the other unicorns, like the the mares and everything, because he's a gentleman. Um, so he's so excited to have oats that he like immediately scarfs the stuff that they give him, even though like Lori's like, wait, I see a hard thing in there. Let me check Mm -hmm. the grain, and he just scarfs Mm -hmm. it down really quickly, and then he's. It seems like he's going to die. And she's like, I can't use the scepter because then the shifter will immediately know Mm -hmm. that I'm using this magic. But she does have like a bottle of uh, medicine from Dr. Mm -hmm. Dr. Bonnie called Remedy Mm -hmm. that she gives him. And that does end up working. And he doesn't die. But she feels really like upset about it because she's like, he could have died. I should have just used the scepter. You know, she feels really, but she like doesn't really like have that good of control over, like, the Scepter's version of magic because she's, like, already started using it. So she, like, also wasn't super confident either. But regardless, Mm -hmm. Dr. Bonnie's potion works and the unicorn does not die. Um, So then they're able to bring these royal unicorns back with them. When they come back, um, the Shifter's forces are, like, attacking the castle and they're, like, in between them and the castle, Right um every there's several instances in this book where like male characters are trying to be violent and i've never seen them have a male character not try to use violence as a solution like when they're earlier in the story when they're riding to like the lake of the moon to meet atlanta like they hear like the beautiful tinkling of atlanta's bells and shit and Finn's immediately like, I will stab whatever this is with my sword. And she's like, No, this is the office. We do not need that right now. Um, and similarly, like they see these like NTS forces, and Case is like, Yeah, we got to attack them right now. And Lori's like, Ari's like, We will literally all die. Like, there's only a few of us, and we're separated from the rest of our group. Like this, this is a mistake. We can't fight them in this. Like, we have to do something different than that. So mm-hmm. like Chase like super fights her on it, and she has to like like yank the reins a bunch, and you know like he like really throws yeah. a fit about not being allowed to kill them. So and she like using the scepter calls the celestial unicorns down to like help with this fight, and this is when Antia dies, is like fighting with the the rainbow. Um, we get to see Atlanta in her cool battle outfit that was described oh girl, in the previous yeah. book. Numenor's there, happy to get to be violent, but, like... Stabby, stabby. Otherwise, like, doesn't really do anything. He just exists. He's just her, mm. like... her, like Standard. He's just her buff boyfriend. He's, you know... He, yeah, her, her hot piece. He's there, he's there to look hot, and that's pretty much all he does. Um, We've already talked about this. <laughs> yeah. But so all that happens and then after this defeat happens the like the castle back at you know Antia's castle like just sort of crumbles into nothing suddenly the slaves are free it's very easy but the the kraken thing that that we we're talking about earlier is still there so we still got like mm-hmm. you know this this other great evil to to fight with um there was one like really quick battle towards the beginning of this where they like took the castle back but like it literally lasts one paragraph, like nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Where essentially like they don't have any warriors to take the castle back and Ari's like I have this re- I have this veil and I can light my scepter mm-hmm. up and then the people will respond and we'll just have them take back the take back the castle and that's it just happens immediately without any Um, but in in D&D style there's actually a feature like a background that you can take that basically is that there's this thing called the haunted one where like common people will help you unless you're being actively hostile like they immediately would like to help you with things and will Mm -hmm. even uh, take up arms to assist you Mm-hmm. And without having read this book yet, I gave Laurie that feature. I was like, this is this is weird. This is weird. How how is my game? It's, it's, it's lining up. up. Yeah, I'll <laughs> keep you guys posted on, on how Laurie Carmichael does as a warlock. An interesting If word. I wanted to make it's her more true to the to the actual books, I would have made her dumber, I think, but Mostly just yeah. mostly I just made her really hot. Her, her her highest stat was charisma. Hell yeah. Um Yeah, a few other little conflicts with her and Finn. There's some of her usual complaining throughout this book. But Ari more than once like comments about how like they're all really good friends, which is kind of confusing to me because I'm like you're not, though. Like, you don't seem like you're good <laughs> friends. Like, just because you're telling me that, you guys keep being really... Re- like, you seem annoyed by her. We're best
1: friends. We're all best friends. So,
0: yeah, that's where the, the book ends. Um, Kylie, like, is revealed, and Laurie's like, It's that snake lady, you know? And <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's pretty
1: much it. That's it? That's... Okay, so... Um, scale of one to ten ponies, horse content.
0: Um, I mean, the whole marriage situation seems... And and telling me about, like, how tall Numenor was, these all Mm -hmm. seemed very horsey, because I was like... I don't know what this means. So I'd say, like, a bit higher on the horse content. Like, they do describe Chase as being very hot several times, too. They're, like, talking about as how majestic should. he looks and stuff. So I would say, like, a like Hell a 7 yeah. this time.
1: Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, scale 1 to 10 ponies, literary worth.
0: I mean, it's still not that good. Like <laughs> um, Like a... Like a 4 3 or 4
1: Fair fair enough fair enough Mary hasn't improved that much <laughs> Um scale 1 to 10 ponies overall enjoyment
0: Um I don't know I guess like a 6 like I was entertained but I wasn't like it wasn't as interesting as like the hot mermaid one or anything
1: Right that was that one was There wasn't
0: exciting. like as much weird subtext where I'm like Mary what's going on with you here like I just want to know what her fucking brother's name actually is. That's like the one thing I'm hoping That's to. the ultimate mystery
1: of <laughs> this entire series.
0: She has a second okay, brother. Well, what about him?
1: <laughs> no. Well, maybe we'll find out in the next Yeah,
0: book. well this is the last book. Uh, the last Unicorn of yeah. Balinor. Uh, Unicorns of Balinor 8. Shadows over Balinor. Um, and this one does come with a bookmark from Tiny Melanie still in it. She stopped reading at page sixty four, so she got about halfway through before she Which is it my unicorn bookmark? Yes. Uh, it's it's a white unicorn. It says Now I will believe that there are unicorns, the Tempest. Uh it's a it's a nineteen seventy nine copyright on this bookmark. I fucking love that
1: bookmark. <laughs> Obviously, that's why I kept it in my favorite book series. Uh,
0: so, after this, we're going to have to find a new horse series. Uh, I know. I'm like, do I have any else? I don't think
1: I really have any other ones here. I'll have to see if... my. I have a t- so many books in my parents' house. I'll have to see if uh, my mom can find some for me.
0: Diana! <laughs> <laughs> Diana! Are you listening? Payana, we need horse books. Payana, we're, we're dangerously low on horse books. <laughs> I don't I, I one left really And then what? I, I did know. lend Melanie wow. some of some of my horse books. I, I was yeah. never a particular horse book person, but I am a fantasy novel book person. She is. And some of them have like, you know, any book that has knights in it is definitely going to have horses. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, you gave me that um mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm.
0: I gave you uh that Tamora Pierce book, Wild Magic. Yeah, Pierce um... is like my big like stand thing from when I was a kid. I like ha- oh, yeah. I have read and reread every single one of her books.
1: I forgot you gave me an actual physical Yeah, copy.
0: I gave you the Scorpio races.
1: Yep, yep, yes you did. I just there's a stack of books next to me. Are these is this a a one a yeah. one off? Oh, Okay. All right. So I do have that. If we
0: yeah, it's um, it's a uh, her her other books tend to be. Um, she had a series about like werewolves that was very YA and dramatic called Shiver. Um, sounds like something I where the enjoy. premise is that instead of the the full moon transforming you, it's uh, it's the cold. So it's like a seasonal thing, or like when you get like, when they get super cold, they become wolves. And then over time, it takes less and less cold to make them transform until eventually they, like, don't turn back. Hmm. Um, that's, like, the setup of those. Um, she also has done some, like, you know, vampire ones. But that's the only one, I think, with those kappa horses. But essentially, okay. the, the conceit in that is that there are these dangerous horses that come up only on this one island. Like this is where they they will be on land and there are these like horse races that happen with them every year that are really dangerous, scorpions. Yeah, races. and only certain people are able to like get the these like horses to not drown them. You know, you have to be like a mm. certain type of person to like be able to ride one of these horses. But you can if you win the races, you could potentially get a lot of money. And so it's about this girl who is like. Usually, it's only men who ride in these races. She wants to ride in the in the race, and because her family's mm-hmm. really poor and they need money, mm-hmm. so she's trying to win this dangerous race. Um, and one of the other characters is this uh, kid who, or guy her age, who has Sean. Yes, Andrew. who has his own. It's all very like Irishy, but. He has um his own horse that he rides and it's like a whole thing about him and his relationship with this like dangerous horse
1: oh my god the um dedication is says to marianne who sees horses in her dreams mm.
0: that's beautiful yeah i so that one has a lot of horse things but the and um, the the guy's horse is way more of a character than her horses, as I recall. Um, Mm -hmm. She has, like, a a regular horse, I think, um, and they're poor. Um, Wild Magic is about this girl who can communicate with animals, so there's a lot of other animals in it, but um, the main horse in that is her horse, Cloud, who is, like, this grumpy pony that she's had her whole life, who, like, is kind of, like, her mom and takes care of her.
1: Yeah, and you gave that to me on audible.
0: Yeah, I gave you the audiobook of it. It's only like seven hours, so it's not like a crazy long yes. book. Um, but that, that one's got high horse content for sure
1: seems like it well we so we have we have a couple of options so the next one it might be me reading yeah which would be which would be totally
0: different to have like yeah although i i feel like um because i i have i do reread books a lot like i don't know if like me describing the book is going to be that interesting because i would remember i think i would remember most of the details though
1: so we might just have to do it as like a me
0: yeah you you talking thoughts. about it and then me, like, bringing up other information. Yeah.
1: information. Yeah, or we could do it, like, uh, you describing, or you just, like, saying why this is one of, like, why you, like, your feelings about it versus, like, uh, trying to remember what Yeah, I,
0: I do have a lot of fun uh, trivia facts about, like, since you haven't read any of the other books, like, in that series, or you wouldn't be familiar with any of those other characters... I could tell you more stuff about them when you're like, does this person like this? And I could feel like actually, blah blah blah. Um, yeah. I think my favorite, my favorite, like, little detail about that book is there's a character in there, New Mare, that um, Tamora Pierce has said in interviews that she envisioned be Jeff Goldblum when she was writing it. So when, That's so a- when you're <laughs> like, as as far as like what he looked like and what his like general mannerisms would be, so. When Mm -hmm. when you're reading that and and you get to that guy, just he's a long haired Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs) That is fascinating. Okay, good to know. Um, Um, Like to. Yeah, I always like. Listen, some things that I've read have had like the interview after them and. Uh, Tamora Pierce did a book of short stories, and in if you had the audiobook version, there's a little interview with her at the end where she talks about some of the, the her writing thoughts and stuff. Oh. She didn't she hadn't been writing for years and years, and then just recently, like a few years ago, she started uh, a prequel actually about Numair and like his life previously, which she's normally only done like female main characters. There's like one male character in like the circle opens series where there's like three girls and one boy in this group. But otherwise mm-hmm. it's like mostly girls. She always writes from like a female perspective. And so that's been kind of interesting to like a lot of fans kind of haven't liked some of those things, but it's not actually mm-hmm. different than her female writing. I think people just don't like to hear the guy version of it like in all of her stories because they're coming of age books for the most part for like girls there will be like Mm -hmm. puberty things you know that she'll talk about like she'll she tells you like when this character first like gets their period and like all that kind of stuff because if you're following a character's like personal development from when they're nine to when they're like 18 you know and it's a girl and this is supposed to be relatable to girls of that age group. You have to talk about those like physical changes. Um, Right. So she was doing basically that same thing with this like male character and people were kind of like, gross, I don't want to hear about this. And it's like, well, but this really isn't different than what she was doing with those other characters to like, talk about like, you know, changes in like body hair and libido and stuff like that, that like men would experience, you know, it's not, it's not different, but you know, people are like, "Gross! I don't yeah. want to hear this. <laughs> I'm think about how men yeah. have bodies. It's gross. <laughs> Do they have bodies? What are they doing with them? It's weird. The whole situation. It was a mystery
1: until until now. Um, until tomorrow Pierce.
0: So yeah, I don't know if if we read this book and then um, I guess after that you'll you'll have to read wild magic or the scorpio races um, um do you have a horse story yeah we'll
1: make that happen I have, oh, a horse story
0: um
1: this is it's, it's time think. for
0: main characters <laughs> main
1: characters <laughs> what story do i want to tell
0: the story that everybody mm. missed last time was about Apache and about your dad jumping off of the horse. Oh, wait, was that the one that yeah. I told last time? That was for the real? one that we didn't get to hear.
1: Oh my God. Well, that's, um, I mean, that one is huge. I feel like I have to tell that <laughs> one, um, for my dad's sake. Um, I don't know why I thought that was the one that I did before that.
0: No, but it was the one that, the one that, the that we time. missed because we were talking about that and...
1: Oh, yeah. Dad's. yeah. And then
0: I was like, the only iconic memory I have of my dad is him setting himself on fire. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Okay, right. Um, All okay, right. So this story. So Apache was um, this Pinto that we had when uh, I was really little. Um, you just like old and pretty chill for the most part. Like we have a, a picture I wonder if this is anywhere, because we have this picture of me in, like... Yeah, it'd be
0: great to have um, a picture if you could find one.
1: It's, like, me in a diaper with these little tiny boots that were my dad's, like, little tiny cowboy boots that oh, were that my dad's when he was real cute. little, and I'm just, like, have my little helmet, and I'm just on this saddle <laughs> riding Apache. I was, her- I was like, two years old. I was, I was really little. Um, but that was Apache being super chill. But, um, one time he was not super chill and I don't, I must, I I was there, um, but it was, or was I? No, I was totally there. Cause that's, I remember very distinctly seeing my dad. I just had one of those moments. I'm like, did I just hear this or did I, was I existing with it?
0: Yeah, anyway, like, like but, you've heard this story so many times that you're envisioning it, but that doesn't mean that, like, you actually were there for it.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there for it, um, but I was really little. I was probably... I was maybe four. Anyway, but um, they were at our, like, neighbor's house. They just had this, like, this kind of flat dirt area, mm-hmm. and my dad was writing... Um, his horse Blackie, who was black. <laughs> Groundbreaking. We had very original. Yeah, we have very original names. Blackie, uh, who was black. Now we have Red, who is red. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Blackie was the one that I wanted to name peas and carrots, and my dad. See, I actually feel like that's like a great name, though. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I was like five, and I was obsessed with peas and carrots being a name and they were like no. I feel
0: like every <laughs> little kid goes through a phase where they're obsessed with particular foods I remember having like a period of time where I w- wanted to make omelets so often that we had to buy another spatula because I kept making the spatulas dirty all the time because I just wanted to make omelets constantly or like I loved muffins for like two years I liked only wanted muffins. Muffins are amazing. Oh, I wanted to mention that they brought up muffins again in this book. They're having a fancy state dinner and they're still eating fucking muffins at it. I don't know why. Muffins are a great
1: (laughs) food, so.
0: It just, it like (laughs) stood out to me because I was like, I, you're just having a muffin? Like you're (laughs) having a fancy dinner, but with muffins? You're just having a muffin? I don't know what's going Um, on.
1: Muffins are amazing. Mm. Um, But anyway, so anyway, yeah, okay. So my dad was on Blackie. Valor was on Apache. And they were just like at our neighbor's place, which is just like um, just like right outside of our gate. But like a little ways from our house, like our house was kind of set back on our property. But Apache, for whatever reason, was like feeling himself that day and like threw Valerie off and my dad was cantering Blackie and he just like he saw Valerie go down and just like jumped off of Blackie mid canter Mm. which I don't I feel like most people know what a canter is but it's basically just shy of a gallop which is like running it's just like a slower run in a horse form. <laughs> but so he's like mid-canter, leaps off, and like runs and goes and like saves Valerie. And I just remember thinking it was like the most... I thought he was like a superhero. Because that just like didn't seem like something that was physically possible for a person to now do. Nothing
0: more impressive and, has ever
1: happened. And st- Yeah. To this day, I have never heard or seen anything as impressive as that. It was like... I was like, he's a superhero. He just straight up leapt off of this running horse to go save Valerie. She had, like, scraped her, like, arm or something. You mm-hmm. know, and she was crying, but she was fine. Um, but I was like, he's a superhero. Boom. That's it. I have found evidence, proof, <laughs> that superheroes exist. And one of them is my dad. <laughs> and I just thought it was, like, the coolest moment that had ever happened. And... I mean I already thought that like my dad was you know like one of the coolest people uh ever but then from like after that I was like you can trust he can do literally anything you can trust him with your life like he he cannot be harmed <laughs> he knows the answer to everything he'll save your life I was <laughs> <laughs> just like that's it these are just the facts my dad's a superhero um but I still, I couldn't just jump off of a... A moving horse. A cantering horse, yeah. and just, like, that's, I mean, it's amazing. That's my horse story. Thanks for
0: listening. Okay, bye.
1: As always. Yeah,
0: hope. <laughs> T- Tune in next time for the final Unicorns of Valinor book, and then after that, I don't know.
1: It's, we're almost to the end of this riveting series, so... Uh. Anyway,
0: yep. Will Thanks. will we will we ever find out what has <laughs> Who happened the second what brother has is. happened to Ari's parents? We still don't know anything about that. What are her brothers' <laughs> names? It's mysterious. It is. Uh, okay. Bye. 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 With your your amnesiac child with two broken legs, just be like, take her to the vet. It'll be fine. She was a happy, happiest child. I mean, she was homeschooled because of anxiety. 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 Because of anxiety.